welcome to That Universal Podcast, a universal podcast for grown-ups from the After Dark and Connect world. There may be a few naughty words, so it may not be suitable for kids. Enjoy the show! Hello, and uh, welcome to February, and another episode of that universal podcast i think i got that all right yeah i did i'm nick and i'd say as always that's not always true but 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 very much mostly i'm joined by p-dubs hello how are you good sir good 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 ready to talk some uh universal studios yes yes if we're talking disney on this episode it'd be very weird but but we're not so it's all right yeah. it's all it's all good um but yes just the two of us tonight craig is uh i said i wasn't gonna mention disney anymore but he's in disney right uh, he's yeah. in disneyland paris i'm glad he got there uh, i yeah my biggest worry when craig goes somewhere is is he actually going to get there yeah he's a great he man didn't. well that's what i mean <laughs> you know i mean i was i was talking to uh to tom Armin about this on when i, I recorded that interview with him the other day and i was explaining to him what craig was doing I just say to him, like, there is a there is there is part of me that like thinks, is he actually gonna make it? Yeah. But he's a grown man, he knows what he's doing, but but at the same time, he's a grown man that's Craig. So you yeah. understand, can't you? Like, the kind yeah. of uh, concern one might have on doing it. Yep. Um and I'll let I'll, I'll let him when we record uh his trip report uh, to tell us about what happened to him today. <laughs> yep. Because I've got no experience of it, so I, 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 I've been very lucky, I guess. But uh, yeah, always in let's the background. just say I, I always make sure my wallet has changed my, my jeans. Let's like, put it that way as a little tease, like, like, like a, like a late nineties, early nineties grunger. Yep, yep, that's very what, much so, and I don't care. That's what that is. What we used to do, though, right? Yep. We always used to have wallets on keyring, or well, not on keyrings, like on keychains and stuff. Yeah, what happened to us, man? Got older, forgot how to look after yeah. our stuff. Um, but yes, we are going to talk about uh, all things universal tonight. Uh, a few good things. Still, I mean, we're at that awkward time, aren't we? Where we're just waiting. We're waiting for the news stuff. There's going to be a news dump. There's going to be a whole shed load of Halloween Horror Night stuff. Yep. Is it going to be in drips and drabs? Is it going to be like in waves? Because we've seen it happen like in both instances. Like last year was a proper slow drip of a year, wasn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, it, it really was. They started, and again, they've started it this year, haven't they? Because they announced Chucky pretty much straight afterwards. Well, I mean, that had never been done. That had never, that had never no. announced a house for the next event at the end, the conclusion of the current event. Um, no. That is it. That is it. Um, but yeah, last year, like we was waiting forever. It felt like for news. Yeah. And, and every now and again, we're like, oh yeah, we better tell you something that's happening. And we know that. Yeah, quite, and it, it was strange as, as well because last year we kind of had an inkling of what we were going to get with with us. That was pretty obvious that that was that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and then. This year, there's another one that's pretty obvious that we've 
talked about previously and and was pretty much present at last year's event before the film even came out in in Meg. Megan. Um Megan even, yeah. The, the, um, Meg is a completely different Meg's, film. Yeah, that's about a giant shark. Yeah. Um well, there's a new but, one coming yeah. out apparently, so <laughs> um but yeah, even even for me in Hollywood, they they got massive billboards for it at Halloween Horror Nights. Same, they had stuff for Chucky last year as well, even though it wasn't included in the event. Um, so, really, I, I'm not quite sure why they've not announced that yet. It's it's quite weird though with with the whole Chucky thing because if I if I remember correctly, wasn't the second season of Chucky already on? when they announced it's going to be at next year's event. Yes, I believe so. So, I mean, it's not like Chucky was was new that year. Chucky was already no. into its its sophomore season, so I don't really know why it wasn't at last year's event even. Like, yeah. I, I know, as you said, there was presence there. He had his food stand and everything, and it froze <laughs> up, but it, it, it's weird that it just didn't... It just wasn't a house. So... Yeah. Especially like their own property. That's the that's the thing. Like normally, you you would expect for their own properties, it's easier to get everything signed off. Yep. But yeah, very much so. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so so you'll be for those that don't care about Halloween Horror Nights, you'll be pleased. That's it. That's all we're going to be talking about tonight for Halloween Horror Nights because there's no news. But we do have other yep. bits and pieces. So um, I guess I should uh, start by asking you, of course, uh, what you're drinking because uh, yep, I uh, always interested. I am on the tea train still, um, but I'm a bit more upmarket this time. Oh, I, I've got a for, I've got a Fortnum and Mason Nocturne tea. Bloody hell! Who did you rob? The wife bought them for me. Oh, because she felt guilty for going to London without me. <laughs> so I mean, I know I know it's not the only thing. I'm sure it's not the only thing, but when I hear Nocturne, I do think. Potter, Potter. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, it, it, so, was it was it was it themed in any way, or was it just coincidental? No, it's just it's the nighttime tea. It, it was meant to help me get over the stresses of the day. I'm not convinced it does that, but it's nice enough. No, that's what drugs are for. Um, yeah, I'll tell you a really weird thing. I mean, this isn't. This is something that I've had uh, kind of confirmed. But it's something that I'd experienced before, right? So I am, um, I'm a fan of energy drinks, right? Terrible habit, but I do like energy drinks. I like the flavor of, of energy drinks more than anything else. But what I would find is if I had an energy drink at like, I don't know, 11 o'clock, I would be really sleepy by 12. Yeah. I'm talking daytime, not, not, not so. Um, <laughs> Which which doesn't make sense because that's the that's the polar opposite of what is supposed to happen, right? Yeah. Angel drinks are supposed to perk you up. So I couldn't work out why they were making me tired. Um and I noticed it uh, I don't know. Probably since lockdown. Probably when I started drinking more or more, more frequently, I'd have them at home. Like normally if I if I had one, I'd be out somewhere. So I was doing something, but I was having them at home. When I was working and I kept like feeling like I need a, like a siesta. Um, and I found out it's because of the ADHD. 
because of how people's brains are wired, it actually has yeah. the opposite effect, which also explains why I can drink caffeine into the night. Yeah. Um, Likewise, I've I've drunk coffee on this show. Yeah. And literally gone straight to bed. Yeah. So that's, caffeine does not affect me in any way, shape, or form like that. Well, not not in not in the way it should do. Not no. in the way it should do. But that's why it's, if you've got, I, I I can't remember the like the, the 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 neurons in your brain that it's affected. But essentially, if you're wired that way, it has the complete opposite effect. So it just makes you go yeah. really sleepy. So I, I mean, I've had energy drinks on here before. And I had no problems going to sleep like at the time I normally do. That's that's yeah. That's why it's not keeping me up. Um so I'm not drinking energy drink. I am just drinking, of course, good old fashioned Cherry Pepsi Max. Um I'm recording this on a on a momentous day in the UK, um, regarding fizzy drinks. I don't know if you saw the news, but as of tomorrow, uh, as of the 14th of February, uh Lilt is no more. Oh, the totally tropical taste that we grew up with as kids is going to be no more as of tomorrow. Tomorrow sees the launch of Fanta pineapple and grapefruit flavor. And that's going to be uh, the lilt replacement. Uh, It's like opal fruits all over again. (laughs) It's like opal fruits. Starburst for American friends. Uh, Or uh, Snickers. Marathon. Marathons, yeah. We've had some, we've had some great ones. Um, weirdly, though, Twix has always been Twix in Europe, though it's Raider. Yep. So figure that one out. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Anyway, not here to talk about Twix. We're here to talk about Universal, and I think we've got some fairly interesting bits. I like to, I like to yep. say. Um, but kick us off. What do you want to talk about first? Let's start. Let's go out to Hollywood first, because there's a couple of stories Yeehaw! that kind of relate relate to the same thing. Um, I don't know why I did that, by the way, because Hollywood's not cowboy town. I don't know why. No, there is a cowboy town, I suppose. But <laughs> um, so let's start. Nick, Nick's very uh, become very um, organised, and we've actually got stories lined up for us, <laughs> which is great because oh. it means. <laughs> <laughs> means we're actually doing so well. Nick's doing something. All um, right, Dorothy. I, I, do, I just feeling, get, I get to read it. We're feeling the Wizard of Oz's real personality. <laughs> so the first story that, that Nick lined up for us um, is the, the launch of a Super Nintendo World early access ticket. Um, I mean, no, I hadn't read about this. Well, the thing is, like this, unfortunately, is the kind of story... I would love Craig to have been on to discuss because we know how he feels about this kind of thing. <laughs> but he's not. Yeah, he would have as... bought it. He would have bought it already, even though he's not going. <laughs> he's not going exactly. <laughs> um, so, yep, Universal Studios Hollywood have launched an early access ticket option that gives guests an extra hour inside the Super Nintendo World. Uh, the ticket's price can either be twenty dollars or twenty five, depending on the day which allows you early access to the Super Nintendo World one hour prior to scheduled park opening. Um, Not only that, it also comes with a one-time express access to the studio tour, uh, only valid for the first few hours of park opening, though it only lasts until 11 a.m. on that, which is a little bit strange. Um, 
Because I'll tell you why I think it is, right? Because if you're going into Nintendo World early, right? So so what because I can't I've not seen anywhere that says what when that allows you to get in. I don't know what time Universal Hollywood opens. Is it ten? I'm sure is it, it was nine? ten. Right. I'm sure it was ten when we were there. That might vary depending on time of the year, but I would imagine while I was there was probably probably their busiest time of the year. I would imagine, with it being October and Halloween. So if we say ten o'clock. Right, we say yep. it opens at ten o'clock. So this ticket would get you in an hour early. So that would be yep. nine o'clock, right? Yeah. If my maths is correct. Yeah. So you're going in at nine, but you can only use the the fast pass access to the tram tour until eleven, which means that yep. you would have to leave. Now, I, I mean, you know this better than me, right? Yeah. Obviously, things are in different parts of of the of the park. So. Yeah. You're going to have so. to, you're going to have to navigate, and and Nintendo's going to be busy, so that means you're going to have to, you know, try and get through people that are trying to go the opposite way to you, because yeah. they're coming in, you're trying to get out, so you're probably yeah. going to have to leave then, what half ten, maybe? Yeah, I would imagine to... so. I I would say it would be fifteen minutes because right. they're both they're both on the lower lot, yes, but opposite sides. So right. you have you would have to come up from Nintendo, cut through Springfield, and then make your way down to the studio tour on the opposite side. So I would say you need at least fifteen minutes to get across the park. So probably half ten, I would say would probably be about right. So the thing is, really, if you want to make the most of take advantage of, of the whole proposal there for your yeah. 20 or 25 dollar ahead you can only spend an hour and a half in nintendo of which yeah. i don't know if you are allowed to enter the park at nine or if you're able to enter the park early but they don't open nintendo until not just do you know what i mean like you know does, yeah. does that nine o'clock include traveling to because all i'm thinking is okay so, so how much time do you actually get then do you know what yeah. I mean? You know, if if it's, you know, you can go in at half past eight to get to Nintendo that will open at nine. Okay, fair enough, because then you've got time to to get there and and start dead on nine o'clock. But if they don't let you into Universal itself until nine o'clock, then it's going to take you however long it's going to take you to get to Nintendo. Yeah. So then stop. Do, 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 Very I mean, much like, so. it, it's... Yeah, to me, it's it doesn't sound like particularly good value for money. No, and it's as I say, it's not the easiest part of the park to get to. Like you have to pass through multiple different lands to get there. Um, so it's an interesting one. It, it'll be interesting to see how it works. I, I'm beginning to wonder whether they might take you in through a different entrance to get to it. That you have to go somewhere else to get in. Well, I tell you what, rather than the got, main gates, if they've got a massive pipe that gets you there yeah. quicker, I'm all for it. But I'm <laughs> yeah. assuming that they haven't thought that far ahead. No, no, I wouldn't have thought so. But it, it's just interesting, as I say, you would have to make your way through multiple part, parts of the park to get there. 
So the rest of the park would be pretty much non-existent mm. at that point. Mm. Um, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where they go with it. Um, and on that note, they are currently only booking up until the 30th of April um, for that early access ticket. So you think it could be a, a limited time thing when it first opens, but they might... Yeah, I, I would assume so. I don't mm. think it'll last very long. Well, I mean, it, it, it's supply and demand, isn't it? I mean, if they, yeah. if they, you know, pretty much... Because, I mean, we don't know how many tickets are going to be available each day. Um, no. But if they, you know, see near sellouts, they'll probably continue it on. Or if the, if the land itself is really busy... At the end of April, still, then they'll probably yeah. they'll probably do it because people will then go. I'm not I'm not really getting time to enjoy myself here. I may as well stump up the cash and, and have an early day. Um, yeah, I think I think what's interesting because I mean, this is a ta- the only the only other place I know that's done this is uh, at, at Disney World in in Hollywood Studios when Toy Story, yep, um, Land had kind of just opened. The difference here is that there's only one attraction. Yep. So I don't. Uh, I, 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 I hear you know I, from what I've seen of of blogs and stuff and what I saw in Japan. There's stuff to do around the land, so it's not like you you go and do the attraction yeah. and walk out again. There's stuff for you to see and do, but there's there's literally only one attraction in there. Yep. So you uh, and something we're going to talk about in a minute. They, they they don't have a breakfast menu in that land either. Interesting. Um, so, um, it's a little bit strange because mm. literally, it's all you will probably be doing is doing like the power up stuff. Yeah. Once you're done with the ride, unless you just want to ride the ride multiple times, mm. which unfortunately I don't think it's got a huge amount of rewritability. It doesn't seem like, um, well, I get you get you, it's a score based game, isn't it? So, I guess, yeah, I guess there's there's that element of it that is, I guess, rewritable, but it's yeah. not like there's like alternate endings or you know, your performance doesn't judge how the ride ends or anything like that, from what I've what I've seen. So, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, as you you kind of said, like the the ride, the ride, the land has been in soft opening now for a few weeks, but officially opens this Friday. Yep. So I think I'm trying to think how long Potter was busy for when that first opened. I don't think it's ever stopped, has it? No, but I mean, you know, there was that initial. I mean, look, the, yeah, the first time when you couldn't move. Right, the first time we went to Hogsmeade was mid-September, I think, and it had opened up in the either the late June or, or early July. Yeah. Um, and we had to wait about an hour and a half, maybe two hours to go on to Forbidden Journey. Yep. So... I mean the land the land was busy, but the you know to get on a ride was was ridiculously busy. So yeah, and this is this is much smaller. There's, there's yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think 
I think it'll be. I, I mean, I, I, I personally think if people take this offer up, I think it will extend way past April. I think they'll still get the people there. I know Hollywood is a different uh, park. How things are done on that coast is is, is yeah. different to Orlando, but I think people are going to want to go because there's there's nowhere else to experience this at this time except Japan, yeah. and there won't be for at least another eighteen months. Yeah, possibly. Uh, I would imagine it'll probably be nearer two years, won't it? Yeah, yeah. Because it's going to be. I, I would imagine we're looking summer twenty twenty five. Yeah, you're but probably right. You're probably epic. right. Yeah. Um. Right. So you mentioned the food. Yep. What do you so think? So this this got it, it got me really intrigued in Japan. Yeah. When I saw what they were doing, uh, yeah. and it still does, I have to be honest. There's there's not many like fast food, like quick service places that serve mushroom soup as one of their their courses, and, um, and rightfully so, in my opinion. But yeah. you know, we're all different. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind mushroom soup, but um, it, it intrigues me. So let's go through some of the the meals. So we've got. Some starters and salads as well. So we've got some toadstool cheesy garlic knots. Um, one for you, uh, the piranha plant caprese, um, which is interesting. That's um, tomatoes, fresh mozzarella, asparagus, and basil pesto served with mixed grains, shaved radish, and apple vinaigrette. And, um, and I mean, what I will say on this is, like, it looks good. Like the, yeah, the presentation it, it, looks good. Yeah, and and this is what I, I think is great, and I hope it does carry over um, like they did in Japan. We've got Yoshi's favourite fruit and veggie salad, um, which uh, this is a really interesting one. Um, mixed greens, star fruit, strawberries, blueberries, radish, mushrooms, tomato, cucumber, Yoshi egg croutons, and raspberry vinaigrette. So that sounds that sounds really interesting. Um, I mean, we've got I a mean, superstar salad. <laughs> that's one way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've got a superstar chicken salad. That's pretty much what you expect, except uh, it's tossed in a mushroom truffle dressing uh, and comes with the Parmesan superstar in the top of it and star-shaped croutons, hmm. um, which was interesting. Uh, you can get the, the mushroom soup in a um, mushroom bowl. And a little toadstool bowl, which Who's I can? thought was quite quite cool. Um, and then for the, the main course, um, some of this is, is pretty normal. Um, Mario burger, which is bacon, mushroom, and cheese. Um, the Luigi burger, which is pesto grilled chicken. Um, the fire flower spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, and the chef toad short rib special. Um all pretty straightforward, I think. Um, the the pesto chicken is a little bit different for a burger, I suppose. Yeah, I mean um, pesto. I'm a I'm a big fan of pesto anyway. Um, obviously, it makes sense because Luigi's colours green, right? Yeah. Um, what What I will say about and I've we I mean I in this article I shared with you, you don't see you don't see everything, uh, but you see a few things and. What I liked about the Luigi Burger, similar to what we have 
seen on occasion at other theme parks. I'm thinking mainly Disneyland Paris, but yep. I tried to jazz up the bun a little bit. So it's got yeah, like a little with, with a lo- oh, with a little mustache, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a hat which I don't. I mean, it doesn't look edible, but I mean, could no. be. I you know who knows, but at least at yep. least they tried to be a, a bit fun with a burger, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but it also does come with uh, truffle French fries as well. Um, it's a little bit different, and then we've got some kids meals. Uh, you've got the Mario Mini Burger Adventure set. Cheeseburger, French fries, corn on the cob, broccoli, and a gold coin cookie. Uh, and then the power-up spaghetti marinara. Um, again, comes with the the gold coin cookie and a toastal cheesy garlic knot, as we talked about before. Um, then we've got a few desserts. Uh, the, the question block, uh, tiramisu. Um, pretty straightforward. Tells you what it is. You've got the, the Mount Beanpole cake. Uh, multi-layered Italian cookie cake with a matcha mousse. Um, and then you've got the Princess Peach Cupcake. Again, pretty self-explanatory. Oh, uh, and then the, this, yeah, the speciality drink, uh, you've got the Superstar Lemon Squash. So pretty much it's tongue-tying lemon from Harry Potter, I would imagine. Um, and you can also get collectible drink sippers, uh, the Super Mushroom, and one up mushroom for twenty dollars. I mean, and that's it. I mean, again, looking at the, the 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 Mario Mini Burger Adventure set is very cute because it comes with, and I assume this is something you can keep a little plastic Mario uh, figure that's planted on top of the burger. But what I think is really adorable is the little uh, Mario flag that's uh, coming out of yep. the corner cob. Um, yep. Because, obviously, you know, th- these are all things you you kind of see in the game. The tiramisu is weird because it's it's obviously... I, I can't even work out. Is it biscuit? Is it is it pastry? It looks biscuity to me, but apparently, like, the, the five panels that make up this block of tiramisu flavoured and then it's got mousse inside it um that that cake looks strange it looks you know it reminds me of neapolitan ice cream yeah because it's like really white pink brown um it looks it looks quite cute but yeah just a bit strange the food doesn't look as uh as quirky as japan I mean the mushroom soup. You mentioned the mushroom yeah. soup. The the bowl it comes in is is really cute. And if they're not selling that in the gift shops, then they're missing a trick. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's not as cute as the Japanese food. But I think for what we are used to, I think it's yeah. really fun. Like you mentioned the Harry Potter menu, right? Yep. Um, and obviously there's a few different. You know, this is this is one place. There's there is to eat, right? Yeah. Whilst you know, when you go to Harry Potter, there's there's all different kinds of uh, of, of things, but none of it's themed. Oh, you know what I mean? There's not like you know, no one's tried to make uh, broomstick broccoli or something. No. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just whatever the food is. At least here, they're trying to make it look like it's it's Mario themed food. Yep. 
So it's it's cute. It's cute. I think it's I think it's I think it's like nicely done. Yeah. And the thing we've got to take into account as well, as we've said, the land is a lot smaller than Japan. Mm. Um they probably haven't got the room to do much more food wise than what we've got there. I would imagine it's quite a small kitchen. Why do you think they've done what they've done in Hollywood? Like, I mean, because it's the only place they've got. Well, it was was that literally it? Like this was the only place they had to expand anything. Yep, uh, and they they knocked down sound stages to do it. Right. It's actually they, there was actually in fact it's where they knocked down the Phantom of the Opera stage. Right. Also, oh, it's haunted. Um, then. Great. Well, it might be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was in that area, um, and it, I I find it incredibly strange because the tram runs behind it now. Right. So people are bit you can see people driving past when you're in the land. Or you could you will certainly be able to hear the tour guide talking if the music isn't loud enough in that land. It runs that close. Wow. Okay. Um because literally it used to be a sound stage that they'd be driving past and pointing it out. Um so yeah, at the moment it's it is the only place they can build and and I just want to throw in here as well that the the two shows have now closed, the animal actors and the um the stunt show. Um oh, not the stunt show, the special effects show, should I say. And they're now closed um to be putting in this roller coaster that's apparently gonna go down the Hollywood Hills. Um so they ha- they literally, if they want to build something, they have to knock something down. There is no expansion pads anymore. Um, and is that do we think that coaster is going to be tied into Nintendo or we no I the rumor was that it was Fast and the Furious well that's what I thought I thought we talked about that a while ago yep Um, okay so that's still possibly the plan yeah uh, and they've cleared the land on the on the hill as well for it to go down um I believe it it should end at the back of the mummy um down on the lower lot um because again, that's the only space they've got. Um, so we'll see. Um, I, I can't remember. I, there was a name of the, the company that are making it. I got it in my head that it was Mac, but I don't know whether that's right. Um, okay. But it seems to be going ahead. Okay. So we'll see whether that is the same, but I would imagine it will be. They yeah. they need to build something better than what they've got, Fast and the Furious wise, because it is their big franchise. Yeah, well, we'll we'll talk about that a bit later on, but yes, yeah. it's not like they've got they've got much, is it? So uh, no. currently, um, but uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, the thing is, we've 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 seen some early opinions from you know select vloggers and bloggers and journalists and stuff. Um, but the the rest of the world will be able to see for themselves from the seventeenth. So, yeah, yeah. If you if you listen to this and you're going and want to tell us about it, then get in touch. We'd like to hear from you. Um, okay. So the other big thing that's happening at Universal at the moment, but on the other coast, of course, is uh, is Mardi Gras. Yep. Uh, which we missed the beginning of because it started on the fourth of February, but it does run through until the sixteenth of April. 
Um, yeah. Of course, there's nothing after the 16th of April then until, uh, you know, September when Halloween Horror Night begins. But yeah. uh, so it's not it's not a Disney model of a constantly running. Uh, no, it isn't it's currently. A, but it's a big thing, Mardi Gras. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's intriguing me because I think our next trip to Universal will be during Mardi Gras, right? Because um, we're we're trying to work out we we've kind of outgrown the the October trips now. We've done that quite a bit, um, and kind of want to step away. And we're kind of we've gotten to the point now. And I've said to you guys, where Universal having three parks kind of feels like it needs to be a separate holiday now. I don't feel like I can kind of do Disney and Universal justice on one trip. Um, so we've kind of said, well, we'll do a week at Disney before Universal opens Epic, and then we'll go back like a year further down the line and, and do Universal on a, on a trip. Um, so we've kind of said it's either going to be February or April uh, school holidays that we do that in. Um, so Mardi Gras, smack bang there when we want to go now so it's yeah. really intrigued me i've watched a few videos from from this week regarding it yeah well let's let's talk about some of the things that, that they they put on um yep so the first thing in, in this article is is the concert lineup so similar to what at disney do um they've got the stage i mean they've had the stage there for, for years anyway they've always done stuff yep. like this but they do stuff yeah for... it came along with uh rip ride rocket didn't it they put that stage in yes when yeah, that was... opened it was quite weird because I'd gone in 2007 and 2010. So when I went back in 2010, the stage was there, but I had mentally blanked out that entire area. So when the stage was there, I didn't realize yeah. it was, it was new. <laughs> yeah. I can't even remember. Yeah, I, I remember being there when they were building Rip Ride Rocket and the stage and that area was just a, a building site. Well, I think, um, I think, if I remember rightly, that was the Boneyard area. Yep. For a time. But yes. there wasn't much there when when we were last, when we were there in 2007. I, I remember seeing the train right. from Back to the Future. I think yep. that's where that was. But I know historically there was things like the Flintstone mobile from the film and, and all sorts, but I don't remember any of yeah. that stuff there, just the Back to the Future stuff. So they must have already been kind of phasing it out. And of uh, course, it's time. it's now a building site along there again, with yes. the Minions Cafe being built there. Yes, yes. Instead of the the monsters. Mm. Uh, their concert series isn't as long um, as as what and it, or as extensive as um, what they do over in Epcot. I think we took about thirty five minutes to talk about it last time. Uh, yep. but this one's much shorter. Uh, I, I'll tell you who was on, even though some of these have gone past. So, uh, Patty LaBelle was on first on the 4th of February. Um, on the 10th, they had JVKE. Any ideas? No, never heard of them. No, all in capital letters must be important. Um, February 11th, you just missed the Goo Goo Dolls. Um, I mean, they well, I mean, th- they were big, weren't yeah. they? But it's that yeah. typical thing of you know, like then they're, they're now kind of like on the wind down, I guess. So yeah, that's what they were. Um, the 18th of February is Marin Morris. Again, not a name I'm familiar with at all. No. Um, 
you know you i think th- there's a lot of music that crosses over from america but there's an awful lot that we we never hear about and yeah, yeah. jvk and, and Marin morris the two of those uh february 19th is willow not to be confused with the uh the lucasfilm or no. lucasfilm series uh that's willow smith is it i thought it might be yeah yeah so i believe she's got she's either got a new album out or she's she's released some stuff recently um but yeah so fair play it's pretty good um 25th of february is uh three doors down yep another band that Which... like 20 years ago you if you watched any american like teen drama or something you heard their stuff literally i was just about to say i'm i'm reviewing the american pie films at the moment and they were a staple right. soundtrack from American Pie. <laughs> You'd always hear, hear hear them on like um CW shows. Or yeah. what or, or, or yeah. well, it's probably, it's probably still Yeah, it was probably it was probably WB still at that yeah. time. But yeah, because didn't they not have a song called Superman? Yes. Yeah. I'm sure You're it's right. on the small it I'm I'm sure I had the Smallville soundtrack. I'm sure that was that was on it. I know there was definitely three doors down on it. Um, but yeah, my friend was obsessed with them for a while during uh, the uh, the early noughties. So yeah, familiar with their work. Um, and then nothing until the 4th of March and the 5th of March when we've got Sean Paul, who, uh, man, I used to hate Sean Paul. He's a regular but, at these, these events though, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, when I say that, like, I obviously don't know him. He could be a very nice guy. I, you know, not, not nothing personal. But I used to hate him guest appearing on all these songs. <laughs> yeah. Announced himself as Sean Paul. Um, and to the point that when they made um, a video game called Def Jam Fight for New York, I took great pleasure in making sure I always fought him in practice matches. So I could just beat him up and throw him out of windows. <laughs> I was... Uh, I was a problem teen. Um, and then the 5th of March is uh, someone else I've never heard of, actually. Lauren Dale. Yeah. I've never heard of her either. I'm I'm literally assuming, based on that name, she was 5th in American Idol two years ago. <laughs> Probably. No idea who she is. Let, let's, let's just pretend that's, that's the case. So, um, so, yeah, so there's still some acts... Uh, coming up if you are looking to to go that's when they are um and they always have a a parade like that's the other like kind of staple of this season is the parade um this year that it's got a theme of mythical realms of mardi gras um and it says here the theme is inspired by fantastical creatures like uh, dragons phoenixes unicorns and essex girls oh no it doesn't say essex (laughs) girls but they they are fantastic creatures, um, but with a Mardi Gras twist, and they will be brought to life with within six incredibly detailed and festive parade floats that will join Universal's traditional lineup of New Orleans inspired floats, such as the iconic two story riverboat and the nearly fifty foot long King Gator. Yep, it's pretty big, isn't it? Yeah, I find it really interesting because I've I've watched the parade this week. Okay, and I'd never noticed it's it's not like a Disney parade in any way, shape, or form. The floats are pulled by four by fours. Yes, they're not they're not driven; they are pulled. Well, I think it's because 
it, they're trying to replicate what you would get in New Orleans. Yeah. Which, you know, they wouldn't normally have floats like Disney do. They're essentially, right. you know, have got a car in built into them. Do you know what I mean? So it's probably to, yeah. to make it more, more authentic. Um, it probably also makes it easier for them to refurbish them. Yes. Yeah, because it's it's literally a a parade float, right? Yeah. So you can literally just pull it apart and start again. Yeah. And um, the other thing with with um, and obviously this is this is a tradition that they've taken with them is um, is uh, beads. Yeah. It's throwing beads out. Um, and so you can, I think it doesn't say in this article, but I'm pretty sure there's a dinner package that you can do, which guarantees you uh, a chance to be on the float to do that. Because you can sign up, you can register your interest. And if you're selected, then you get to go on the parade float to throw out beads to people. But I think yep. there's actually a dinner package that, you know, get gets you that. In the same way that, you know, you do that in Hollywood Studios, you get a, a, a better seat at uh, at Fantasmic. Here, you just get to throw beads yeah. at people. But people love it. Like, people really say it's a lot of fun to do. So, um, yeah, something else the parade does that you don't normally get at Disney. Um, also, it says the mouth-forcing flavors of global carnival celebrations from New Orleans to Brazil to Belgium and beyond will come to life as part of an expansive menu feature more than 50 tasting-sized items for guests to enjoy at this year's event. Uh, while venturing through out the park, celebrating guests will find kiosks featuring delectable food and beverages inspired by iconic fare from around the world, including the classic crawfish boil and deliciously fluff, fluffy beignets from New Orleans, um, shrimp tostada from Mexico, a mofongo flight inspired by the carnival, Poncino in Puerto Rico, Indonesian black currant rice pudding with mango, and so much more. Now, I've got to be honest. Were you aware of the Belgium carnival? No. It's, it's no, not... I find it a little bit strange that they it's meant to be Mardi Gras, but they take in a lot of other festivals throughout this. And I know it gives them a bit of a bigger choice of food, but it just seems strange that they name it Mardi Gras and then do something completely different. Well, I, I've got to be honest. I don't know enough about um, the uh, Brazilian celebrations. Yeah. You know, we know that, you know, Brazil famously do, you know, a massive parade, but I don't know if it's tied into Because do you know what Mardi Gras is? Like, do you know what the word Mardi Gras is? Translated, no. it's Fat Tuesday. Yeah, okay. and yeah. it's it's basically what we have as Pancake Day. It's the day before yeah. Lent starts. Basically, it's that Tuesday. So, and also that's that's what the name of the uh, the drinks kiosk in City Walk is. Yeah, and it, in fact, there's a, a little bit at the bottom of this article that says they they're actually doing some special events. Um, as part of it. Um, so Pat O'Brien's hosting a Mardi Gras after party on select nights from 4pm to 1am that includes live entertainment and exclusive food and drink, um, as well as a special Fat Tuesday celebration on February the 21st. There you go. So at least I know now when Pancake Day is, because I wasn't sure. Yep. <laughs> I haven't bought my ingredients. Um, 
it also says here that uh, the other Universal theme parks are joining in as well. So uh, there will be select items available on his adventure, such as gumbo, jambalaya, king cake. Uh, do you know what king cake is? Yes, it, it's like a donut, basically. Yeah, but it has little, little toy, like really tiny babies on it. Yeah. It's, yeah, they're collectible. collectible. Yeah, I, I actually went, uh, the theme parks here in the UK celebrate Mardi Gras now. Do they? Um, yep. So I I actually went to Alton Towers on its first day or its first weekend, and then I did Chessington on its last weekend um, of it, and they were they were selling king cakes, but they weren't they weren't right. No, no toy babies, no king cake for me. <laughs> um, also, for a limited time, guests can save $10 on the purchase of a Universal Orlando Resort food and beverage card to experience the savory flavors of Mardi Gras, uh, which allows them to enjoy more for less by paying $65 for a $75 card. Uh, annual and seasonal pass holders also received special savings with the purchase of, a, of an exclusive $150 cards for only $120. Um, and this is available for purchase at Mardi Gras food and beverage locations throughout Universal Studios, Florida. Um, that's something they've done before for Mardi Gras. I don't think yep. they do it for any other season, but I think that's quite cool. You know, if you're going to, because you don't have to use it all in one in, in one go either. So, you know, if you're planning to go even multiple days or, you know, maybe, you know, different weekends, um, you know, it's, it's, not a, it's not a huge saving, but hey, it's, a, it's, it's free money. Right? Who doesn't like free money? So, Saints bear in mind. Exactly. But what I, I found interesting with this is that, of course, there's a tribute store, always a tribute store. Yep. There's seasons. But this one is in the Hollywood area. Yep. Uh, and I found out the reason. Uh huh. So, the building where it normally is has been repurposed, probably. Um, it was, in fact, the building that housed the visitor centre for Islands of Adventure when that was opening. Um, the likelihood is it will be the same for Epic Universe. So and the, the building next to Mummy? Yep. Huh. I did not realise. I To be honest, I only found out about the visitor centre about a year or so ago. And yep. I've been pretty obsessed with it ever since. Yeah. <laughs> to the point I got annoyed with my wife because I said to her, You were there then. Did you not did you not go? And she's like, I don't remember it. Yep. Amazing. So it was in the, in that building on the, the corner of New York Street. Yeah. yeah. Um and the likelihood is that's why it's been moved. Right. It's because it will be opening as the epic epic universe one. That's in cool. due course. Yeah, that is that is cool if that's what they're doing. So am I right in saying that this tribute store now is the shop next to uh the Bourne Stuntacular? No, it's actually on the other side of of that road. Yeah. Um in one of the shops that's kind of as you come towards La Bomba. Right, okay. So that's on your right hand right. side. And this is so kind of near where the the parade floats go. Yes. Once they finish the parade, 
Yeah. Um, it's in one of those. I thought it was the one next to the Bornstone Tankula, but it isn't. It's it's on the other side. It's interesting because I mean, no, there, there there wasn't really much going on on that side of the road. No, like I th- I just assumed a lot of it was facade rather than actual usable like yeah. building. I'm not sure, but it, I I've got it in my head that it was possibly the the old um, prop shop. Right. Okay. Williams. I've got a feeling it might be in there. Don't don't quote me on that, but. I feel like that was possibly where it's gone. Uh, well, too late you said it out loud, so someone will yeah, actually someone quote you on quote that. Me now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, the the entrance to it looked very similar. Right. Okay. I think the thing is, I think we've we've got so used over the last God knows how many years of a tribute store being that that building next to the mummy that for yep. it to move now is uh, is is strange. Um, basically, like makes sense that if that's what they're doing, um, or even if yeah. even it's just that they are are doing repair work to the building, so it just wasn't available. But I think the fact that it was just oh, it's here now, with no kind yeah. of you know, because I'm sure people will you know know there's a tribute store and go will head straight to the mummy to get there yeah. and go oh, where is it then? So yeah, that's. Uh, that's interesting, um, but yeah. There the, we go. I've just found the uh, the float and float ride and dining experience. It's on the app. Oh, okay. How much is that? Um, it's not saying I th- you have to reserve it, um, but I can tell you where you can eat. Uh, you get a three course meal, uh, and you select from certain restaurants. So you can go to Finnegan's, Lombard's uh in the studios and then on City Welk you can go to Cowfish or NBC Sports Grill and Bar. I mean things I learned because of this promotion is that Finnegan's yep. did food. Yeah. <laughs> I've only ever gone in there to drink. <laughs> I didn't even realise there was a menu for food. Uh, so it's eight it's eighty five dollars plus tax per person. Okay. Well I mean it's a free course meal, right? Yeah, I'm assuming it's priced like that because that would get you a three course meal in most of those places. So it's probably like not bad value for money. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you know, and it guarantees your spot. And if that's something that's really important to you, then have some good food and do that. Yep, very much so. Um, so yeah, so usual kind of merchandise. I've seen some of it already. T-shirts, glasses. Yep. Uh, and and just to confirm, I am right. It is on that side of the road. It's, right. It's on the map on the uh, on the app. I thought I'd just check while I was in there. Good um, stuff. But yeah, it's on the opposite side. The other thing, which is also becoming uh, something that is they're doing more and more for seasonal events, is uh, the Red Coconut Club has been repurposed. This is a little bit strange, though. Right, bear with me. So. Uh, for the season, it's turned into the Cursed Coconut Club. Yep. Okay. So that all sounds good. And I'm sure they'll theme it just as well as they've done for uh, for Halloween Horror Nights and for Christmas. But the reason why I'm like, I think it's a little bit strange is because the opening is really erratic. Yeah. It seems to suggest it's open every day, but it's not. And even Universal, when people have asked Universal on Twitter if it's open, 
that day have been given different answers. So I don't really know what's going on with it. It's definitely open. It's definitely like there. They're definitely doing it. But uh, your chances of, of it being open when you're there, can't tell you. Can't even tell you what days it's supposed to be open because it looks like it should be open normal normal opening times, but it doesn't appear to that it's actually happening at the moment. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, oh, the hotels. Hotels are getting involved as well. Yeah. Okay. So what we've got here. Uh, okay. I'll, mainly food. Mainly food by lots of things. But uh, you can have a Cajun jambalaya pasta at Trattoria del Porto at uh, Portofino Bay. Uh, New Orleans po'boy sliders at the Velvet Bar at Hard Rock Hotel. Crawfish etouffee at Bar 17 Bistro at Aventura. I was going to say, I know what I know. Bar 17 Bistro. Why is that? And it's because it's Aventura. Um, yep. And also, Universal Orlando Hotel guests can also enjoy exclusive benefits, including early park admission and complimentary transportation to the theme parks. Um, they also get access to Universal Mardi Gras. I don't know. It's just said that's a weird sentence. Uh, oh, there's apparently, if your parcel is a magnet. Oh, yeah, uh, the usual universal magnets. Yeah. Uh, the opportunity to reserve a spot to ride a float. So that, to me, suggests from that's that's only to pass holders, not to the public. So if you're not a pass holder, then the only way you're probably going to get a spot then is by buying one of those uh, meal deals. Um, access to a special viewing area to enjoy the Mardi Gras parade and more. So uh, if you are a pass holder, keep your eyes out for emails because they will tell you what those perks are. Uh, I say that, I've not been told. I'm a pass holder. Um, yeah, I, th I think that's pretty much all I had to say uh, about that. All right, so I've got some photos here of the Tribute Store. Have you seen the Tribute Store? Yeah, I. who was that? Tim Tracker, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, did a walkthrough. Uh, I didn't think it looked as good. I have to be honest. Um, I can't uh, remember the, what the thing looked like. Right, I, I just think that building lends itself a bit better because it, it's quite dark in there, no matter what the theme is. Right. Um, and I think it kind of sells itself to that. And this new building is, as I say, if it was being used as it was previously, it's quite bright um, and doesn't really sell itself to the to the theme. Um, I I don't mind it. Um, I liked the Halloween Horror Nights one that we went to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I I think that other building sells itself a little bit better. Mm. Uh, there is. I'm not going to spoil it for people, but there is a reference to Elder Squirrel in there. Yes. If you speak French. Yep. But I'm not telling you what that is. Find it out yourself. And you can do the the the. Uh, it's got the the old things that we expect from the tribute store. There's the 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 molded plastic items that you can make, um, and there's also um, some potion bottles, uh, as I've done previously, where you can you can request to have yourself put on them. Okay. Um, like they've done previously with with other items. Yeah, it's quite fun. It's quite fun. Yep. Don't blame him. Don't blame him for doing it. Um, right. 
don't know if you saw this or not, but I was going to talk about what was I mad at you? <laughs> yes, I did. Which I did see. I, I've got to be honest. I never actually, until I said it out loud just then, never realised what uh, <laughs> what it was supposed to be. <laughs> uh, now I do. <laughs> so um, this is um, this is a shop in Islands of Adventure in uh, Toon Lagoon. Yep. Isn't it? It's, it kind of it's that it's that bit just before you get to Marvel Superhero Island and yeah, where there's like the three or four shops all in yeah. a row selling different things, isn't there? Yes. Um. So the reason why I, I, I thought this was interesting, and it's because they've taken out all the trolls merchandise and Secret Life of Pets. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, Secret Life of Pets is still in there. Yeah, sorry, it's just been rethemed. Yeah, so they've taken they've taken some of the the signage away, yeah. the theming that was in there for those areas. So, uh, and I just just looking at it, the sign it's supposed to be the Alma the Alma Mater of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Winkle, what, yeah. what's the matter you? So they don't sell any Rocky and Bullwinkle merchandising there. I'm assuming no. that must have been then because that must be where the the show was. Yeah, they had a, a live show, didn't they? That was Rocking Bullwinkle themed in the first yeah. few years it was open. So bear in mind that that show finished probably about two thousand and two, two thousand three. That's weird yeah. that they haven't rethemed the shop or at least renamed it. Well, so, yeah. They haven't rethemed any of that, have they? So no, 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 it's no. not a surprise. No. Um, but you know, if you thought it was weird before that they sold trolls and secret life of pets, pets merchandise for something that's got no representation in the parts, now it sells Jaws and ET merchandise. Why? No idea. I... <laughs> so weird. It's such it, a weird do, do you know what? I I found it really strange because they opened that legacy store in City Walk. Yeah. Um, and I thought they were doing exactly the same at, at Hollywood. And I went in that store and it was awful. It was all like um, modern takes on on characters that we we knew. So they got a couple of Back to the Future bits, a couple of Jaws bits. And it, it was nothing like the legacy stuff that they've got at Orlando. Right. Um, I, and I wonder whether they just aren't selling enough of it, so they thought we're going to put it somewhere else in the park. Yeah, it, yeah, it's possible. It's it's definitely possible. Um, I mean, the reason why I, I found this interesting with the removing of the troll stuff is because it adds to the rumor that I keep perpetrating that that's what's going into Kid Zone. Yeah, because why would you why would you get rid of all the troll stuff? Yep. Now, it, it, it truly surprised me that it wasn't part of Epic Universe. Yeah. Um. So I think you're probably right that that will end up becoming the the overruling theme of Kids Zone. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be interesting, but yeah, I just I thought it was because I mean that troll stuff was there when we were there when we were last there. Because I looked in there to see if there was anything that you know yeah. my daughter might not have had access to at home. But to be honest, it was pretty much 
there was there was nothing really exclusive there. It was more the toys that you'd you'd get in any toy shop in, in England at the time. So I didn't I didn't buy anything, but thought it was strange that they were selling travels and pet stuff in there when there's nothing to do with either franchise around. I suppose the one thing you can say is that at least it was animated. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. But you know, now it's got eighteen jaws. Yeah, they're definitely not tunes. No, I'd like to see them as as such. I um, I've had, I've had a, I've had a good couple of weeks for for ET. So um, I saw my brother. Hi, Chris. He'll be listening to this. Um. He, uh, we don't, we don't get each other Christmas presents generally, uh, but we, you know, we get our kids Christmas presents. But he did get me a Christmas present this year or last year, and it was a uh, an ET cuddly toy from uh, Builder Bear Workshop. They had a because it was ET's fortieth anniversary. They had, uh, as, as they do sometimes, like a limited run, and uh, he got me this uh, this ET that. Uh, that talks and his finger lights up. Um, they, he, they, there was supposed to be a hoodie that you could buy for him, but the for some bizarre reason, the toy came out and the hoodie came out after the toy, so they didn't get the hoodie. Um, but they bought they bought like a a generic builder bear one uh, that he, he wears instead. It's very cute. Um, but the weird thing with that was the day before, I'd gone into. What was it? B&M. Do you know what B&M is? Yep. Do you have those? And I say yep. that because like we, they seem to be everywhere in the country until a few years ago, and then we started to get them down here as well. Um, yep. But they had the Mattel uh, ET that they released uh, for half price. So it was like £15. And I bought that for my daughter. So I bought that for my daughter on like the Friday. The Saturday I saw my brother and he bought me one for Build a Bear Workshop. So I talked to two completely different, but very cute and talking uh, ETs with light up fingers. And then just last week, uh, my order from uh, Mattel Creations uh, came from America and I got my um, ET Little People set. Awesome. You familiar with the Little People? The, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they do them for all different franchises now. Like normally aimed more at like adult collectors. And um and they had an ET set. And I thought that looks cute, so I'll buy that. So I got a little uh an ET, an Elliot, and a Gertie. Was the little set that they did. So I've oh, I've had gosh. quite the ET month. Very yep. blessed. Very much so. No, oh, I've got this funny Atari game. I think that's everything. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, that's definitely going to add fuel to the fire about the uh, the, the speculation of of what's happening uh, with Trolls and Universal. And I just laugh because I'm looking at this picture now of the Jurassic Park merchandise that's in that shop, and there's a little cuddly John Hammond toy, which I've never seen before, and has has really thrown me. Um, Oh, actually, I bought another thing that was universal themed from Mattel Creations. I got an action figure of uh, Ian Hammond. No, not Ian Hammond. Um, Ian Malcolmson. Malcolm. Malcolm. Yeah. Ian Malcolm. Yeah. And um, it's the uh, it's the famous uh, shirt open Playboy pose 
But yeah, I still need to get the pop of that at some I ha- point. Well, I had, I've got the pop of that. And so my wife was like, why do you need this as well? And I was like, because this is an action figure. But um, the action figure comes in his book. You know, you know the book he wrote? So you yeah. open up you open up this book and it's like a little diorama. And he sat yep. there on this like, you know, uh, benchy thing. Um, and I haven't I haven't played with it properly yet, but apparently it lights up and talks as well. But I have I haven't tried that, so maybe it doesn't. Maybe I've misremembered. But uh I I just I was like, look, if I'm buying stuff from America already and I'm paying the shipping, I may as well um bump the order up. So uh yeah. There you go. They I missed out though, they did a playset of the um the T Rex and the uh the Portaloo with the lawyer. And see, that's the bit I always forget about. And then I put it on and watch it. And I'm like, that's quite violent. That's quite graphic. Well, you know why. What, what the film know, is. You know why You know why it seems in there, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Because of Spielberg's lawyer again. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> I just remember it being like that bit vividly because at the time that, that actor was in um, Hill Street Blues. Yeah. And my dad watched it all the time. So I was like, hey, it's the guy from Hill Street Blues. Oh, he's just got eaten by a T-Rex. Joyful. Um, anyway, if anyone wants to sell me that, hit, hit me up. Who do, who doesn't want a Portaloo and T-Rex toy? I don't know. Um, right. That's all I had for park news. Was there anything else in the parks you wanted to talk uh, about? I did have something. It was just a couple of refurbs um, that oh, I yeah. noticed. Some fairly big ones so let me see if i can get up that was it it was theme park tourist um so where is it oh yes there we go so from just over a week ago these were announced um so hagrid's is closed from the 21st of february to march the 5th um, for its refurb, so that'll reopen on March the sixth. So closing in just over a week's time. And for about um, two weeks, if I've thought, so it's about two yeah. weeks, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Poseidon's event, uh, Poseidon's Fury has just reopened. That was closed for a week. Um, and Popeye and Bluto's build wrap barges, um, closed today. Forever. So first day today. No, unfortunately, oh. not forever. Uh, until March okay. the tenth. Okay, it's quite a long refurb. Yeah, well, yep. about a month, isn't it? Yeah, just over yep. a month. And the only other thing that I spotted was um, the prices on the Great Movie Escape um, have mm. gone down. Well, you have. Um, so they were originally priced at forty nine ninety nine. Um, they've now dropped to thirty nine ninety nine. Um, and if you want a private room for guests, it was three hundred dollars. It's now dropped to two forty. Whoa, some that's some drops. I mean, the the, the ten dollars. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I mean, you know, it's sixty dollars off of a of a private room and ten dollars off the price of, of standard. But I've got to say that that's concerning to me because it's been yeah. open what two months. Yeah, Maybe? it's that. Yeah. So for them to already introduce price cutting suggests to me they priced it too high to begin with. 
And we did discuss yeah. this at the time, didn't we? Because, I mean, I don't think 49 per person is a lot of money for an escape room experience for in a, in a theme park environment. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't, I've never done an escape room here. It sounds like my idea of hell, if I'm honest. Um, I would, I, the only way you'd get me to do an escape room if it was themes or something like what Universal were doing. Um, yeah. So I, I know obviously you wouldn't pay, you know, you know what, what would you say the equivalent is about £40 in the UK, I guess. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think that's probably too high, but you've got to remember that the, this is in a theme park environment. It's branded by, you know, it's officially licensed, blah, 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 blah. So it's going to be a bit more expensive, but that suggests to me that they're priced it too high. Yep. Definitely. Uh, and I think now it's it's a relative bargain. I think probably somewhere in the middle would have been probably about right. So looking at somewhere between 35 and 40 pounds um so they're probably they're probably about right now i'm surprised that they never offered like uh a two a two far so like yeah. if you wanted to do both experiences because bear in mind they're, they're in separate buildings right well i mean they're, yeah. they're adjoined buildings but they're separate so like while well, i didn't say you know they're 40 each or you can do both for like 65 or something yeah. Or even seventy, you know that get, that give you another ten dollars off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm surprised I didn't offer to do something like that, but yeah, it's it's so it's 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 more shocking. It's happened so soon. Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, definitely. So, hmm. I mean, it's not exactly you know it's not exactly Galactic Star Cruiser levels of. Uh, of sad no. but no but definitely so, not 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 great um right, was there anything else no that was it from me okie dokie so um we had super bowl yesterday uh did you have fun yeah. watching the super bowl for seven hours uh i did not i was oh. fast asleep <laughs> yes of course because you're normal um <laughs> yeah. i um i watched I did my kind of traditional thing that I do for Super Bowl, which is I watch the first half and the halftime show and then normally go to bed. Um, so it's norm- that's normally takes me up to about quarter to two, two o'clock. Uh, if the halftime show doesn't start by then, I just record and just watch it the next day. But I did watch it all last night. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the game was good. Uh, if you like American football, if you don't like American football, it wasn't going to really change your opinion. Uh, I thought the halftime show was pretty bad, though. I'll be honest. Yeah, I was not. Uh, I mean, fair play. She's pregnant, but yeah, then I, I'm not sure why she did it. If I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if she got to do all the things that she would have done normally or not. But it's it just felt quite a flat performance. She didn't sing very much. A lot of it was. Uh, Lip synced. You could yeah. tell that because she kept moving the microphone away from her too soon. <laughs> oh, not bringing it back fast enough. Um, but when you've seen other things recently, like you know the the Dr. Dre kind of uh, yep. two thousand revival and the weekend and people like that, it really felt like a a bit of a poor show. 
um, which is a shame, but it is what it is. But of course, the other thing that comes to Super Bowl is trailers, right? We got trailers. Yep. We got n- new kind of trailers and stuff. I have not watched it, but I saw that um, there was like a four-minute trailer for Fast and Furious X. Yeah, I've not I've not seen that one either. I saw the I saw the one they actually released on Sunday. So they released that one, I think, on Friday. Yeah. But they released a shorter one uh, for the Super Bowl, which is just over two minutes. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a sucker for the films, right? I know they're bad, but I love them. So uh, that looked quite good. Jason Momoa looked really weird in it, though. Somebody <laughs> oh, suggested he was actually. Yeah, somebody suggested he was. Um, oh, what is it when they um, uh, deep fake? That's it. They they thought they wondered if he'd been deep faked into the trailer because it it looked so off. I didn't think it. I didn't think it looked that bad, but he looked odd in it. That's the only way I can describe it. Maybe I'm just too used to him looking like Aquaman now. But is it is he tiny helicopter weird though? No, like the like the attraction. Yeah, no, no, not quite. Uh, that that said, I didn't see him near a helicopter. Maybe, maybe he was out of perspective to a helicopter. I don't know. Uh, but uh, look, if you like those films, the trailer was fun. If you don't like those films, that trailer probably wasn't going to make much of a difference. Uh, John Cena's back in it uh, because obviously they can't have the Rock in it anymore. <laughs> so that's fun. No. Um. But uh, yeah, not enough Jason Statham in the trailer for me, um, which meant not enough Helen Mirren. I'm I'm hoping she makes an appearance. Yeah, her her Cockney granny uh, in in those films is great fun. Um, now now she's become an action hero. She's also in that. Um, I saw she's in that new Yellowstone spinoff prequel. Yeah, and she's she's one of the villains in Shazam Two as well. <laughs> that is weird. With Lucy Lou. <laughs> I did see Lucy Lou in that trailer. I, I forgot about Helen Mirren. Uh, it's so weird, though. Like, when uh, she... What, what she pop, I think she popped up in Fast and Furious 8. I think that might be the one she first popped up in. But she's playing the 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 mum to Jason Statham and Luke Evans's character, right? Yeah. And she's like a London gangster, effectively. But the accent she puts on is ridiculous ridiculous and over the top and she was born in east london she was she was born and raised in ilford that's where i was born and raised she should be talking like me instead she's (laughs) almost like a a uh but but the lamplighter uh sorry but the chimney sweep uh tribute act yep it was very very bizarre but uh yeah so that 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 was released and uh, not long to go. I think tickets are already on sale. It opens in April. It's February. Madness. Yep. Um, there was also it's not a Universal film, but it's a Universal attraction. There is uh, there was a trailer for the new Transformers film. Yeah, I saw that one. Well. I did watch that one. Um, I didn't see the new. I saw the one they released before Christmas, maybe. Yep. That's what it was. There, um, there was a lot of repeated stuff. Right. Yeah, well, because how much do they, of the film do they want to ruin, I guess? Yeah, because to be fair, most of it is just going to be some CGI robots. 
So they've probably shown us the whole film. A hell of a lot of it is, yeah, exactly. Uh, This one is based on Beast Wars, from what I can tell. So that's interesting. That's a giant giant King Kong Transformer. Well, yeah, because he was the the main... I never watched Beast Wars, but um, I was aware of it. Um, and he, I think he's called Optimus Primal. I think it's possibly, yeah. It was like so. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't supposed to be Optimus Prime, but essentially he was the Optimus Prime of that world. Yeah. Or that time period, or whatever. Um. So, but I, I know people love Beast Wars, so uh, I think it's good that they're doing something new with the franchise. I'm a little bit gutted, really. They didn't continue on with Bumblebee because I actually think that's my favourite one. Yeah. Yeah, what he's in the trailer. Is it? Is it that Bumblebee or is it? Modern? it no, it's not. It's modern Bumblebee. Yeah. See, I wanted, I wanted eighties, only that that timeline yeah. to continue, but yeah. didn't do well enough apparently. Um, but the trailer that I enjoyed the most, and it was the shortest of all of them, was the little teaser trailer they put out for Mario Brothers yesterday. Yeah. Did you see it? Not, not seen this one. I've seen the others that have come before it, but I've yeah. not seen this one yet. So, do you do you recall the eighties cartoon of the Super Mario Brothers with Captain Lou Albano as the live action Mario? Yeah, I must do. So this this teaser trailer <laughs> um, is basically a spoof of that with the same theme tune and stuff from that cartoon but the thing is it will make no it will make no sense to you if you're not familiar with that cartoon no or that live action version of it um so i watched it and i was like this is the best thing i've seen about this film so far i was fully on board after this but it's it's i I talked about it with my wife and i said do you remember this and she's like no i'm like if i show you this it's gonna it's gonna make no difference to you at all but for me i was like that was a big win that they were kind of like doing those kind of deep cuts for adults. Yeah. So I saw that and I'm like, yeah, I, I, I still don't like Chris Pratt as Mario just because I just don't know why he's doing it. But no. yeah, I'm, I'm, I kind of can't wait for the film. But I, I saw when I went to the cinema yesterday, um, there was a poster up for it and it says it's coming out in April in the UK. Yeah. I think it's is it not coming out in March in America? Uh, possibly. Oh, I have to mm. do some research in real time, aren't I? Yeah, I'm just seeing if I can find it as well. Super Mario Brother release date seventh of oh no seventh of April in the US. Seventh of April, yeah. Okay, don't know why I thought it was March. You know why? I probably thought it was coming out on the tenth of March for Mario Day. Yeah. That's probably what it was. Okay. I thought we was going to have to wait much longer for it. I was like, I don't want to wait longer for it. But no, okay, if, if that's what America's getting it, then that's that's fine. That's fine. I don't feel so aggrieved now. I don't mind if it's like a week or two, but yeah, if it's more than that, it's, uh, I don't like that. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I'm, 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 I'm hopelessly excited for it. And I guess the thing is, we were talking earlier about the fact that they don't have these franchises really you know like fast and furious is their biggest franchise um but you know this this could be this could be a big thing for them and i don't know what the plan is like 
you know, if this is a, a success, are we going to get, you know, Donkey Kong or Zelda or, you know, any yeah. Nintendo franchises as, as animated films? I don't know. Yeah. Well, obviously they're building a Donkey Kong roller coaster. So that would be where I'd lean towards if they yeah. were going to expand it. Well, he's he's gonna he's gonna turn up in this film, yeah. Because I've already seen yeah, I've a, seen a him, clip of him. I've seen him, yeah. I've seen him driving a cart. Yeah, he's uh he's voiced by Seth Rogen as well. Yes, which I'm, that's I'm not right. mad about. I quite like that. No. Um, right, I am. It turns out I am now going to Norway on the 24th of March because that's when they're getting it. <laughs> there you go. How disgusting! Go and oh. see it two weeks early. Yeah, I'll just stay. You know, I've got a cousin out there. I've got cousins out there. I can just stay with any of them. And normally, their films are shown in English with subtitles, so it's fine. Won't even have the language issue. Although cartoons can be a little bit hit and miss. Sometimes they're just dubbed. Mm, I might risk it. Uh, actually, on that note, did you see um, the? SNL skit from the other week of yes, the Mario Kart movie. With, yeah, with Pedro <laughs> Pascal. I mean, just in that skit alone, I was like, yeah, they should have hired him to do Mario. Yeah. <laughs> he was great. Yeah, very much so. Um, right. I guess, because we've got a little bit of time, do you fancy doing some eating? Yeah, let's go for it. Would you believe it? Yes. It is Patreon time. What is Patreon time, I hear you ask? Well, Patreon is an online platform which allows you to support your favourite content creators and interact with them if you so wish. In return for your support, you get access to exclusive content that is not available anywhere else and you also get early access to all our podcast episodes. So what are you waiting for? Why would you not want to be a Patreon? I don't know. To me, it's excellent value for money. Um, I would say that, of course, because, you know, I'm trying to sell this to you. But honestly, we've got years of content that's exclusively available. It makes a perfect Christmas gift, or if you're listening to this after Christmas, a perfect gift for someone you know. So we'd like to use this time to not only talk about Patreon, but also shout out to those people that help support the podcast that you are listening to. So, here we go. We've got Tim and Ryan, Joseph, Haley, Lee, Chris, Mel, Daniel, Paul, Sandy, Crystal, Nikki, Dan, Kevin, Dave, Tom, David, Elliot, Breaking Dad, Rob, Todd, Jane and Steve, and Stephen. Thank you to all of our patrons. It really means so much to have your support. And if you now want to join the Patreon and hear your name in a future advert, then you just need to join up to our Patreon page. Just go to patreon.com forward slash that podcast and you can find us there and sign up. So what are you waiting for?
So I was thinking about places that I've never looked at, really, never really paid attention to, and probably should have at some point. Um, and I don't know if anyone on the podcast has, has actually eaten here at all. Um, and obviously, most of the people aren't here to ask, so they can let me know afterwards. But I thought we should take a, ha- a look at uh, Jimmy Buffet's Margaritaville. Yep. Sounds uh, good to me. Jimmy Buffet just or, or Buffett just doesn't really... I don't think he was ever really big in England, was he? No, I'd never heard of him until I saw the restaurants. And I mean, like he's, he's a fairly big name and Margaritaville as a brand has kind of expanded because isn't there like a... There's definitely a hotel... There's isn't a resort. It, right. Isn't isn't that like um not I don't want to say assisted living, but it's like a resort for older people. I think so, yeah. Which is just so so bizarre. It's gonna be named after a song that I'd never even heard until I'd been to Universal for the first time. Uh but yeah, it must be a big deal. Um so yeah, so I, I've never been to Margaritaville. Have you ever been to Margaritaville? No. Well, then this will be fun. Um, yep. So, usual rule applies, I guess. Uh, breakfast. Breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, don't, we don't go for breakfast. I mean, we could go for breakfast, but I don't think we'll go for breakfast. Uh, a, a starter main uh, and a dessert and drinks uh, to go along with that. Uh, I think mine are all going to be pretty samey. Um, but. Uh, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go first. I'm quite happy to. Go on then. Um, so for my starter, I am going to go for the tequila spiked shrimp ceviche, uh, which is Ooh. fresh shrimp marinated in citrus, coconut milk, margarita velt and lime tequila, topped with avocado, tomato, cucumber, jalapeno, onion, cilantro, and served with house-made tortilla chips. Ooh, huzzah. Yep, I thought I'd dive right in. Yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty damn good. Um, I think there's some good options here. Um, I I just need to clear something up. Um, because, and it's my own fault, right? I I appreciate it's my own fault, but um, Cat from our friends on Disney and Under, she did uh, make a reference to me the other day um, as being vegan, and I just want to clarify, I'm not vegan. I'm a very bad vegetarian. Really You're just a very naughty boy. Well, that as well. That as well. But I am a pescatarian. I do eat fish on occasion, but I mainly eat veggie. I mainly eat vegan, but I'm not exclusively vegan. Um, which made this really hard because there's some really nice fish-based um options uh for, for all courses, but oh, just not enough time to decide. I think just because i was interested with what it was served with i'd go for the pretzel sticks because it comes with a mustard sauce and house made house made kiso and i thought that all sounded really nice but i could have about three or four things here 
like I'm surprised that there was I wouldn't say lots of choice, but like stuff that I wanted to have. Um so yeah, that I think I'm gonna go with the pretzel sticks. Uh but what are you gonna have for your first drink? Um so for my drink, I am going to go um with the where is it? Lemon blueberry margarita. Ooh. Uh, Milagro silver tequila, citrus sour, blueberry puree, and lemon. Fair enough. Um, for my first drink, um, I was going to go with the mango margarita, which is Margaritaville last mango tequila, triple sec orange juice, house margarita blend, agave, and served on the rocks. Hopefully not literal Gosh. rocks because that would be uh, that would be dodgy. Um, but yeah, I think I think all of my uh, drinks might might be similar themed. Um, all right, let's talk about mains or entrees. Um, what did you decide to go for? Um, I'm going to go with one of the sandwiches. A uh, little bit strange choice. I'm going with Jimmy's Meatloaf Survival Sandwich. Uh, house-made beef and pork meatloaf, cheddar cheese, grilled onions, lettuce, tomato, and sweet ketchup on a Cuban bread. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, can't really, can't go, really go too wrong with something like that. Um, now, I think for me, so again, reverting back to the fact that I will eat fish on occasion, um, I think I am going to go for the fish tacos, which uh, crispy mm-hmm. fried in our land shark batter topped with avocado, cilantro lime coleslaw, and key lime creamer, served with black beans, rice, and pico de gallo. I the reason why I went for this was because when we stayed in uh, Clearwater, there was a little shack. And I say it's a little shack. It didn't look like a shack, but I'm sure that's what it was called. And um, one of the dishes they had were fish tacos. I never had fish tacos. Like, you know, normally if you have tacos, it's normally just, like just minced beef, isn't it? Or chicken. Sometimes yeah. you might get pulled pork, but you'd, you'd never see fish. So I had that and it was amazing. So good, in fact, we went back the next day and had it again because it was it was that good. Um so I saw those and was like, oh yeah, I think I think I might go for that. But again, like like there's there's a lot of nice stuff on the menu. Um, yeah. They even do, if I wanted to be truthful to myself, they even do uh, a Beyond Burger, which is actually what I had for dinner tonight. Um okay. I think it's really good. Like I'm really glad that they do like Beyond Sony places because their meat alternative stuff's really good. But also the problem yeah. is it's what I would normally have if I was having a like a fake burger myself. So kind of shoot myself in the foot. But it's it, I'm glad that they've they've got that anyway. Uh as a yeah. as a vegan option. Um okay, second drink. Uh I am going to the same menu that you went to, the the boat drinks on the rocks. Um, and I am going to go for the planters punch. Uh, apple Appleton rum. Sailor Jerry spiced rum, house-made sweet and sour, pineapple juice, pomegranate, and a dash of bitters. Nice. Very nice. I mean, I mean, I will say a lot of these sound really nice. Yeah. Um, I uh, was going to go for the Bahama Mama, 
which was yep. uh, Marguerite, Marguerite of Ill Spice and Coconut Rums, Curzan Aged Dark Rum, Creme de Banana, Pineapple, and Orange Juices with a splash of Grenadine. Very nice. Yeah, not, not again, not normally saying that you would see. They normally get banana in like cocktails. So I right. thought that'd be, uh, that'd be quite fun. Um, okay, uh, so desserts. All right, let's have is a look. There, is there even room for dessert? I'll tell you what, there's not room for many desserts in their menu. <laughs> no, there really isn't. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm going to go with the key lime pie. Well, I'll tell you what, that's good, because I'll go for the brownie sundae, and then we'll just there ask we for two spoons. Yeah, there's, there we go. Fine. We're sorted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yours yeah, is, that's strange. It really is, isn't it? So uh, your your options are a cool and refreshing, oh, sorry, as cool and refreshing as an ocean breeze, graham cracker crust with sweet and tart key lime filling, or the warm brownie sundae, which is warm fudge brownie and vanilla bean ice cream topped with crumbled... Heath bar, what's a Heath bar? Uh, chocolate syrup, whipped cream, and a cherry on top. Um, I tell you what, I love there. So the key lime pie, and look, I know, I know we're eating out. We're on holiday. We don't need to worry about this kind of stuff. But the key lime pie is five hundred and thirty calories. The brownie sundae is one thousand eight hundred and ten. <laughs> I mean, oh. holy fuck. Yeah, I don't want to know what's in the kitchen sink. Honestly, honest to God. Um, all right, if you if you've got room, did you want a last drink? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna head to the frozen menu now, and I'm going for the Havanas and bananas, uh, cruising dark rum, banana liquor, or liqueur, uh, Bailey's Irish cream, and a pina colada mix. Well, funny enough, I was going to have the premium fruit daiquiri. <laughs> which is uh, Conch Republic Light Rum uh, and your choice of any all-natural fruit puree from strawberry, raspberry, mango, banana, or pina colada, of which I would try the pina colada. Um, that said, what we could have done, though, is we could have gone for the margarita flight. Yeah, I've despite that. Yeah. So a sampling of some of our favourite margaritas, who's to blame, wildberry, watermelon, and mango. What was the who's to blame? I did look at that. Oh, it's just Margaritaville Gold Tequila Triple Second Our House Margarita Blend. Okay, so like pretty standard. Um, but uh, yeah, they've got you know. I mean, for me, I think you, you kind of got to go for their signature drinks, right? But yeah. there are there's quite a selection of beer as well. Um, Landshark seems to be there. I'm, I'm not going to say their house brand, but Sydney they use it in quite a lot of the food as well. It does seem to be the one that they do the most with. But uh yeah, you got your blue moons, your bad lights, um youngling, uh perhaps blue ribbon, cause Michelob, Bud. Yeah, they've got they've got quite a, a selection. Yeah. That, yeah, that's definitely. I mean I didn't read them all out there there's lots but just a, a selection but uh gotta be honest I I've never ever thought about going to Margaritaville I think just because no. it's called Margaritaville you know yeah. if I want a margarita I can go to Fat Tuesdays or they do actually have I don't know if you know this but they do have a window for you to get margaritas to go I know this because I tried yep. to get one last time I was there <laughs> 
yep yeah and like they they said no 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 and then you tried then you bought a drink from fat tuesdays didn't you that's why i went to fat tuesdays and then <laughs> and, and tried then... to escape from the the grounds so and they wouldn't let you out that's right yeah so i couldn't escape anyway um yes but uh yeah if you if you want to do that you and you go at the appropriate time then they probably will serve your margarita i'd obviously got there just as they closed that window but uh yeah, I've I've got to say, like the, the food, I was I was impressed by the menu. You know, I, only two of us have, yeah. have done this. You know, normally we'd have you know three or four of us on, so you'd hear even more of the menu. But I mean, well, I mean, who? Where do you get a meatloaf sandwich? Yeah, you know exactly. They've got Cubans, they've got Mai Mai, um, you got chicken uh, burgers, bacon burgers, nacho burgers. Uh, blackened salmon, chicken broccoli pasta, buttermilk fried chicken, chicken shrimp teriyaki bowls, shrimp mac and cheese, co- crispy coconut shrimp. I mean, used to love coconut shrimp. Uh, jambalaya. We've been talking about Mardi Gras all night. Jambalaya. Yep. Got jambalaya. Um, so yeah, I mean, they've got they've got quite a selection. I'm I'm quite impressed. I would love to hear from anyone that's actually been there. Because it sounds really yeah. good, but what if it's crap? What if yeah, we just packs it up? Service is awful and food comes out cold. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah, please do. Um, but I think that's it for this episode. Unless I'm missing yeah. anything. Would that do? No, don't think so. I think that's it. Fine. Fine, fine, fine. Well, P dubs, as always, thank you very much uh, for no being problem. here. Um I know spider alert uh Sinead's going to universal so we're hoping to uh be able to get her on soon to to talk about that talk us through what she's actually booked what she's planning to do um maybe she can go to margaritaville for us i don't know um but uh yeah so hopefully we'll talk to her on a future episode um got some exciting stuff lined up which we'll talk about later um but for now for this month we'll say see you later and we'll see you in march for another episode Cheerio. This podcast is a That Production and part of the After Dark Podcast Network.